0: Hey, what's going on, AJ? Jack, check, check. Check. Wait, whoa, Jesus. check my oh oh sorry. Uh my bad. Mm-hmm. You know, man, yeah. it was gonna be mm-hmm. it seemed like it was gonna be a pretty <laughs> slow month, which is usually per the cor- par the course part of the course. Part of the course? Par for the course. Par, par for the course, thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's what would I do without you? Uh, but then on the eighteenth day, Sony saith to the Let There Be Games. I'm a happy camper, man. I'm happy right now, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, I'm oh, a pretty you happy know, camper, too. I, I mean, like,
1: between, uh, between like, the, the big Zenith Wonder release date, right, there was, uh, there was, like, Sam and Max and a bunch of other stuff we don't talk about. And Crap.
0: Uh, well, Republic yeah. was good. I freaking love Republic. Oh, yeah, we just had a Great interview, by the way. Make sure everyone goes check out that interview. That's a, that's a damn good interview.
1: Thanks. Ryan yeah, Payton's awesome, man. The, Patreon, uh, the the video that was exclusive to Patreon for a few days is now live on the channel. Uh, you can check out my conversation with Ryan Payton. He definitely, you know, it's, it's he's, he's pretty transparent dude, man. He talks about a lot of stuff. Uh, also, uh, we do have, uh, an, if you watch the Moss video, uh, that full conversation with Cooley Callahan is up on Patreon right now. Remember, patreon.com slash games. Appreciate you guys, especially during this slow time uh, keeping the channel running uh, 24-7, man. That's why I sit here trying to make this shit for you. I appreciate all of your love, dude. Does it look like? Does this thumbnail make it look like Joyway has solved our mouse problem?
0: Um, which thumbnail? <laughs> what? <laughs> the thumbnail in the video. Yeah. Uh, does it look like they've solved the mouse problem? Yeah, hey, look at this mouse infestation, is, man. It's no, like no, because Quill's gonna whip out that sword and thump. block and deflect all those things. Good badass pop, man. Pop pop. pop. <laughs> 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 I right, know. Let's start the show. Uh, let's go.
1: This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube. We're doing it live, man. 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern, I guess, daylight time. It's really ridiculous. I know that throws the rest of the world off a little bit. It's an hour earlier for some of you. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here. We love you oh so very much. if uh, if you don't want to watch this live, that's totally cool. You can watch it on YouTube later, after the fact, or you can check us out on podcast services of your choice. My name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR without parole, and this guy over here from the Underground. It's AJ from the Underground, PSVR
0: Underground. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. I I worry about <laughs> you know I changed my name to PSVR Underground when when PlayStation Underground wasn't really a thing anymore. And then uh, I guess uh, you know. Yeah, got, I got beef. beef. I got beef with the mothership.
1: <laughs> I, I, feel like gonna, I feel
0: like they're gonna, they're gonna have <laughs> some beef with you. I think their <laughs> yeah. lawyers are a little bit better than mine. I'm waiting for that cease and desist. Uh, no, man. Happy Friday! What a happy Friday indeed it is, my friend. What is up, game cats? How's everybody doing? I see all of you. Guys, fist bump to you. So good to see all of you. Ah. Something's flying in my house. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was it a ghost?
0: I don't know. I don't know what it was like a
1: gnat or something. I don't know. Something no, yeah. rare. I have like one thing flying around here and tornado's obsessed with chasing it, but not killing it for some reason. It's so super tiny. Uh, Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony, which game came to $2 tips is cartoony games suck. Okay. Now the weekend can be in. <laughs> so you just had to get that off of your chest. I totally understand. It's like, sometimes you just need to air your grievances so that then you can enjoy the rest of the day, the rest of the night, the rest of the weekend. We're so happy you are able to do that. I wonder. Hello. I can go. Hello can you go that's about it dude uh we've got dude. a we've got a bunch of shit to talk about today uh, everything yeah. from every I mean, everything from Zenith to stride to moss uh but first man you know those those patreon supporters are super duper helpful they keep this channel up and running uh, you guys are amazing uh but there is a different group of people that we want to thank specifically every friday isn't that right
0: that's right it is friday you can support us by changing change their name, something GameCat, something GameCat-related, or something GameCat-adjacent, as you and something GameCat-adjacent like to say. And this week, we have two new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with OMG, like cotton candy, rainbow sprinkles, dot YK bro, GameCat.
1: Bing! Uh, so, <laughs> dude, do you remember on one of the last episodes, somebody was saying, it's it's Cotton Candy's birthday.
0: Uh, yes, a kale artist this this is cotton kill candy. daughter
1: this is cotton candy this is this is kill artist's daughter this is I, I had no idea during that show they were referring to a person because the happy birthday thing has gotten way out of control and, uh, and I had no idea that we were talking about a real person so happy birthday to kill Artist one's daughter and your and, and congratulations on your new profile which in new profile name which uh, which obviously uh, you know you only had and happy belated birthday again for sure yes,
0: indeed who else we got we've also got Serial killer, the daylight saving game cat. Oh, you taunt me. Ding. I'm still mad about that. Now, although some people were saying that uh, even though Congress would ever passed this um, thing to like keep daylight savings or whatever it is as it is, that's not going to go into effect till like next year or something. So we get, I think from, if I'm not mistaken here, I don't keep up with a lot of politics except for like some of the really important ones. Um I think we get one more fallback, and I really wish this daylight savings change, uh, permanent stay or whatever, would go into effect after the fallback. Because I'm not a fan not of spring forward. Is that not what
1: you just said? It would go into effect after the fallback.
0: Well, I think it would be next year, but I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's before or after the spring forward. That's it. All depends on that. The entire world depends on it being. <laughs>
1: it's it's a stupid tradition. We need to get rid of it. It's really board. really dumb. Neon and Brian BL i creep, and that's what I'm doing, man. Uh, guys, don't forget if you want to show your support for the channel in a different way other than financially, we 100% endorse that. All the f- loyal viewers of this channel are called the Game Cats. So if you change your name, uh, like uh, like serial killer and uh, cotton candy did this week. Uh, make sure you put hashtag GameCat somewhere in the comments, not in the chat, somewhere in the comments below, so we can give you a shout-out on next Friday's show. We love you so much. You're amazing. Joseph Paul Jr. with the $5 tip says, before we get into the topics, I'm so glad that your segues are better than AJ's. Werewolves Within is on sale. I really need some players to play with. Great game with too small of a player base. Let me tell you something, Joseph Paul Jr. I'm so glad you brought that up, because... Our Discord is an amazing place to get multiplayer games together, uh, and especially sometimes uh, Professor Lilith has those Sunday multiplayer meetups going on. I mean, always, but that's not the point. Uh, is sometimes it's Werewolves Within. Uh, so it, I think uh, you you don't want to play Werewolves Within with randoms, uh, so because it's just you got to make sure you like the people you're a lot playing more fun with or with they friends. It like can any be any party
0: monstrous. game. It's one of those you know. It's a very unique party game for VR. Um, party games are not something we have an abundance of. Uh, you know, and we're used to like stuff like Mario Party or, or, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't think, of, you know, uh, Jack, Jack and, not Jack in the Box, but something like that. Um, but the Jack's oh, Party Oh, you don't, you don't and, know Jack? You don't know games? Jack. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which are great games. I actually am a big fan of party games. Yep. And, uh, you know, Werewolves Was In was really cool because it was like one of the first, like, VR kind of party games, but it's so different, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, man, good game. I I'd, I'd sure like to play it again. I I've had a blast uh, playing it before with the cats. Yeah,
1: if we don't if we don't have a room specifically dedicated to werewolves within on the Discord right now, uh, just just tag me or one of the moderators and we can make that happen like super super fast. And that way you can yeah. like take charge of that room and and get a group together uh, and, and see who's around. Uh, the game's yeah super super fun. We got Lufer the GameCat with the five euros. It says the official PSVR two page mentions genre defying games. Is that a hint at possible ports that, of some classic flat screen games? Maybe. <laughs> Which, well, which flat screen games are you uh, referencing specifically, Looper? I, that could,
0: that, I mean, it could mean a lot of things. I check that PSVR2 page like every morning. For those who don't know, the PlayStation website uh, has an actual PlayStation VR2 tab now. They've updated it with the headset and the controllers and everything, and um, it's got all that stuff there. They haven't really advertised for it yet, though. Probably because they, you know, they're not obviously not done with PlayStation VR uh, one just yet, but. Um, genre defying games. I think that's probably just a broad term, meaning that it's gonna be a lot of new cool shit that we haven't seen before. (laughs) It's it's just a, oops, wow, the GameCat intro is still
1: going. There we go. Let's get rid of that. Um. Yeah, no, I think that's PR speak for, like, you have no idea what you're in for. Like, they don't yeah. fucking know, man. It's like, I, I think yeah. I think for the first couple of years, it's going to be genres we've definitely seen before. You know, it's like, sir, this is defying any genre, right? This is definitely right. a first-person shooter. This is definitely a party game. This is an RPG. This is this. Yeah.
0: It's, it's just PR speak for that, yeah. Instead of pressing a button to slash a sword, now you can physically move your arm and and interact with stuff (laughs) in the world genres. (laughs) (laughs) nice
1: um all right so let's uh we should probably move on man what uh what's what's our first news story of the day aj let's get this going
0: our first news story is that ramen vr has closed a 35 million series b round led by anthos and dune uh which are investors um Basically, this comes via directly from the Zenith blog on their website. Um, You want me to run through it real quick? Let's do it. They say, at launch, Zenith was the top-selling game across multiple platforms, beating out pre-orders for Elden Ring and sales of Dying Light, God of War, and Beat Saber. You guys have been playing the game for almost for almost two hours each day, and there are hundreds of thousands of you at this point. Investors were really excited by that, so we decided to raise some capital to help us get to the future quicker. We were both humbled and overwhelmed by the reception to our launch in January. We became the number one selling game on Steam, not just for VR, uh, but for the t- uh, and a top selling title on PlayStation VR. True story, two months in a row now, as well, which is really.
1: I mean, I'm happy for them, right? I'm very, very happy for them, <laughs> but not exactly the hardest not to crack, right? <laughs> it's like, nothing's selling over here. That so is we- hard.
0: That is hard. That's really, it's, look, yes, <laughs> that doesn't maybe mean the highest number mm-hmm. uh, count of sales, but to get anything on that top 10 uh, downloaded list, if you're not Beat Saber, if you're not super hot, Um, job simulator or swordsman that is really, really difficult to do. Um, so yes, I agree with you, but also like, you know, credit where credit's due, you know? we quickly made all of our development costs back and are now profitable but with this cash infusion we can be even more ambitious, this, fu- uh, this funding means we will probably double or triple our team size in the next few years and double down on Zenith we can bring on world class team members that have built the most successful gaming franchises and VR games of the past 10 years but don't worry, we will work hard to preserve the culture that got us to this point, do right by the player is and continues to be our credo We've yeah. said for a long time now uh, that this is the only game we're going to work on, and that continues to be the case. This funding will allow us to not only build out the core of Zenith, but also accelerate our efforts to bring and bespoke and tailored mobile and desktop experiences to the game as well. Uh, even if we expand our team, though, our focus continues to be polishing the overall experience of Zenith and adding tons of new leveling and end game content. P.S. We'll never... Sacrifice VR immersion for the sake of being cross platform. Be prepared to see more worlds in Xenus soon. We've also got some amazing investment partners, including Anthos Capital and Dune Ventures, with additional investment from Makers Fund and personal investments from Andrew Chen and James Gwartzman, general partners at Andreessen Horowitz. Thanks, Andy. P.S you can't do ps twice ps we're hiring PPS. across all major disciplines design art engineering and operations that'd be and scene and right. scene right i mean that,
1: that that's a, that's a lot of words to say they they they've a lot of money <laughs> but i think there's a few good takeaways from that right i think the most important takeaway from that for me is that obviously all this money is going towards this game this is the only game they're working on uh and of course you know that they're talking about new worlds. They're not just talking about making the existing uh, existing gameplay better for new players, right? Because that's sort of what they did up to this point. Uh, it, it looks like they're going to be expanding and making this world better for the players who are already at the level cap, who've already seen the endgame, all that stuff, right?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, definitely, they did say that they're going to focus on polishing and building out the core – content of the game and as well as adding end game content and I think to keep the player base around those are the two main things they need to focus on uh, because they have an amazing foundation for what the game is right now what they launched with is a really strong foundation for an MMO I've compared it to like vanilla wow in the past and um, and yeah now that you guys have had your hands on it you can see what I mean by that like I, I wasn't really exaggerating it is a large game Um, but it could use some some polish and some more content in certain areas which uh, they've already started working on and yeah really excited about this game I love this game um, and really excited about their future and I hope this speeds up the process Uh, even though this is probably going to be like a years over the course of years we'll probably be playing on PSVR 2 by this point but when it's like you know even larger but um, but yeah they have a promising start and a promising future
1: for sure for sure there's already there's already so much to do in zenith uh you know you're definitely getting your 30 dollars worth uh you know maybe a couple times over uh so I'm, it's a really really great game uh that is going to be the that is going to be the key for survival uh is really making sure that there's always something new to do that there's always um you know new places to see uh new new quests to conquer sorry sirens on my end There's always um and so new sirens to conquer new sirens to take down um so this this is this is obviously great news. You know, we've definitely seen some some really great games come out and then they sort of just get left to die because either not enough people bought them uh or the team's just you know weren't able to continue running. Uh so seeing that they've had some massive success is is really really great. Uh, and I think this could yeah. you know bec- because of their head start, uh, because they've got a year head start um before PSVR2 even comes out. I think that means it could potentially be uh like a really super distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just I'll nothing, but, nothing but sirens, on nothing but sirens over here. Um, <laughs> this this could be you know they could they could come out of the gate swinging with with PSBR too and just really really be like hey man oh, yeah. for any for anyone who took a break from VR anyone who's jumping over the quest or whatever and just really like a really polished experience right from the right from the get go. Uh, so it's exciting, man. I'm really happy for them.
0: Yeah, for a lot of MMOs in the future that are planning to come, they've got some stiff competition right off the bat. Um, they're gonna. They've they've got a big head start over the competition, so good for them. Yeah,
1: yeah, especially when when you when you consider that console MMOs could potentially be hybrid games, right? And, and you like start mixing and matching those player bases. Yeah, you know they could they could have some stiff competition oh, uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like if there's like a PS5 version and then a PSVR2 version and then Quest Quest Two Quest Three <laughs> PC. Yeah, they. They're, they've got a nice foundation going like, here. There. Here's Final Fantasy 14: oh. A Realm Reborn uh, VR.
1: It was like, whoa. <laughs> right. It's like, you know what? Uh, who's playing Zenith anymore? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this is interesting, man. Uh, one of the things that happened this week, uh, a little unexpectedly, was that Star Tenders, that I think our headline probably would have been Star Tenders today. Uh, our, I think that was what we were planning on. It, it was supposed to come out, uh, I believe, yesterday, and, uh, and it got delayed. Uh, only on... PlayStation VR. It is definitely out on other platforms, uh but not over here on PlayStation VR. AJ, what are your thoughts on this
0: delay? Um my thought you got uh was I was going to look up and say what what are people saying about this cuz it it released on other platforms, right? Yeah. Let me go.
1: I can head over. Uh here.
0: I don't see any reviews. Um well I see one person, but I don't know if I I need some like oh. solid reviews here. This is interesting. on
1: On the Steam page, uh, it says release date, and it says when we get this teleporter fixed. So,
0: did it not release on Steam? Here, let's let's see what happens. <laughs> release date when we get this teleporter fixed. I thought the game was being released. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah.
1: there, there's there's some there's some reviews out there uh six degrees of uh six degrees of reviews dot com uh, it called star tenders brilliant uh
0: um, good did you know i found out blessing out of junior has a voice in this from kind of funny games really yeah i found out, uh, i just saw them tweet about it. But, um, I know these people, uh, I know this, these developers are actually going to be at GDC, uh, Foggy Box Games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been talking to them, and yeah, they, they basically said it's been being delayed, and yeah, I don't know. Um, not sure why or what happened, but it sounds like the game is in working order, so maybe a cert thing, but it sounds like they have a little bit of something more to do.
1: Yeah, the, um, like I, I kind of at this point when I when only the PlayStation VR version gets delayed uh, or I don't know what's up with Steam it's interesting uh, it's they say uh, you know it usually comes down to certification and uh, sometimes you don't find that out until way too close to release date and so you just don't you just don't have an opportunity to get it fixed in time uh, because the this, this cycle takes a long time you get the game back from Sony you have to make your changes you just send it back to them and like it's like a week and a half before you see that before you see your game again and find out if everything went okay uh, but anyways for, we'll
0: be oh.
1: From this, uh, from this uh, 6DOF review, uh, the summary is Star is an absolute best-in-class for the time management genre on the Quest platform and probably in VR as a whole. I like that probably. like We, we don't know about anything on the other platforms. We're just assuming. Uh, With a perfect blend of well-delivered mechanics, fun and intuitive gameplay, and a charming sense of characters, Star Tenders is a must-own for genre enthusiasts. Uh, they gave the concept an we'll 8 We'll be the
0: judge of that. Uh, gameplay in eight point five,
1: graphics in eight point five, audio in eight, longevity seven point five. So uh they're, they're only their only con in the pros and con uh, column was no online multiplayer. It's pretty interesting, man. Pretty
0: interesting. I don't know what yeah, I don't didn't strike me as a multi why would you put a con as something why well, would you put a con as no multiplayer for a game that's not advertised as a multiplayer
1: game? Because uh, people, uh, I don't know, people want stuff, and uh, you know, and and I so at this point I sort of see it on, on every single game when people are like, oh, Saints and Sinners. The only thing I don't like about it, it doesn't have multi online multiplayer, you know. Uh,
0: wouldn't if you were viewing Saints and Sinners, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that as a negative like to lower the score. But anyways, that's fine. We'll be keeping an eye on this, <laughs> and uh, yeah, looking forward to checking it out. When it gets here.
1: Oh, yeah. I think we've probably got another month or so ahead of us.
0: Wow. Okay. That's a while. So um, the other game that we had that was uh, – there's a new game that's been announced f- coming to PlayStation VR. And this conversation might get a little bit interesting, so strap in. Uh, there is a fitness app on place- on uh, Quest, I believe, or something. It is called Supernatural VR. and Apparently, Brian – was unhappy about it being called Supernatural VR <laughs> um, so I mean, obviously
1: <laughs> obviously, if you could make a game called Supernatural VR, I would really, really hope that there is some supernatural horror element to this game, and, uh, and I don't and i don't think and I don't think there is, because if you see this trailer over here next to me, <laughs> nothing scary about this shit. It's a bunch of people working out in virtual environments, throwing fists, d- meditating. Dude, does I mean, talk about a misleading, a, a misleading title. This is the worst title
0: you could possibly have for a game. It's a, like I said, very angry about it. Not but happy about this at all. It gets worse. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I like the idea of using VR for fitness. Uh, for a lot of people, it works, and you know, we've had stuff like like Box VR, which was. Uh, from your experience, from some of the Cats' experience, like Pop, have told me that they love it as a workout, to add it to their workout regimen. Um, and, yeah. But there's a little bit of a difference with this game, though. That even has me a little bit skeptical, whether or not it's even going to make it to us. Um, but that is, this game has a monthly fee to it. Um, we've had some... We've had some apps. Uh, there was one called Trip VR and I'm pretty sure you just buy the game and it was like twenty dollars, which I was like, that's eh, a bit much. But they had like but they did like release updates to it and, and it was a relaxing thing. Uh, yeah, sounds like this game might be twenty dollars a month. Yeah, if you go uh, to the website I'm- it
1: says plans start as low as fifteen dollars a month. Um, I I think it's too many of these fitness app developers try to say, "Well, if you're going to pay like twenty bucks a month for the gym, well, here you go, you get to the gym without even leaving your house." And so this is fair, and like you are going down the wrong path here. Uh, Box VR was a flat price, and that's why it sort of worked. Because I'll tell you something, right. Box VR wasn't that good like there was only a couple environments and there it was it, what was there was fine for like 20 or 30 bucks whatever but it was it was glitchy and it had its share of problems and it never got addressed and so if we were paying a monthly fee for that we would have been fucking irate about it we've been so mad because it's like like you gotta like i, I don't know it, if you're paying a monthly fee it better be perfect and uh and there's just no reason for it at all and actually when box vr switched over to fit xr on other platforms it went horribly like it went horribly. Nobody liked the subscription model. Nobody was interested, and that's why we never got the FitX FitXR model over here on PlayStation because they're like, well, no one wants this. We got to figure out something different. Uh and so this is this is a failed business model that they're following. Um and, and I don't I can't imagine this going well.
0: Me neither. And I have no interest in it either. <laughs> I'd be more interested if it was a one-time fee. Uh but yeah, I agree with Zach Attack. This model needs to die. Uh it's it's a it's a marketing ploy. It's um, it's really yeah, yeah. it's gimmicky. It, like I said, you know, even Trip VR, which is kind of like this same kind of model, and Box VR, both of these do this, uh, but they're a one time fee and that's it. Um, and we were supposed to get Fit XR, which is the updated version of Box VR, and I think it was like a monthly thing, right? And that never actually happened. So I don't even know if Sony's going to allow this game to even come to us. It, it, um, yeah, but it,
1: that wasn't the reason. Like I just said, it, the the reason we didn't get FitXR wasn't because of the monthly fee. We didn't get it because it, it was a failed concept. Oh, no one, no one it liked it. it, right? And gotcha. so, the, and so you know, and I and I get gym memberships. Like I understand it. I, I I I have a gym membership, and it, but but there's something different about that, right? You, you leave the house, you go somewhere. It's like you're in a, you're in that spot for an hour. Like it's it's just a completely different experience all around. For and it's it's an actual physical location. They're trying to say, oh, new workouts every day, and that and justify it that way. No, I don't care about new workouts every day, man. Like I don't go, I don't pay for a personal trainer at my gym, right? I don't right. need new workouts every day. You just give me the tools, and give me like you know fifty songs and like you know and a few different workouts, and I will I will take care of it every day. I don't need that much variety. When it comes to VR working VR fitness, I got this shit covered, man. Just charge me thirty, forty bucks if you really want. If you really want to, like, uh, you know, go on the high end and and absolutely ditch the subscription model. This is ridiculous. We don't need daily routines at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you want to bring a pool to my house and bring one of those cool uh, saunas with the with the uh, minty stuff, the vapor Vicks vapor rub smelling stuff. What is that called? Uh, yeah,
1: Vicks Vicks vapor. I, I can't
0: remember. Well, there's an actual Think it's I've, i can't remember the name but anyways yep so stupid uh not looking forward to this and don't care uh go buy box vr or you know, or not even
1: just play more beat Saber or play <laughs> yeah plays yeah or play something Vector. fun
0: that gives you a workout
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fire World school with the 100 sekeros says bring on the game cast horde into the stream Firebird Old School has uh, some ideas uh, that for, for what games cast should be and, uh, and and maybe at some point we'll, uh, we'll talk about that publicly we also got Donatello the Scientist GameCat with the $5 tip it says I find it interesting that Supernatural is owned by Meta the speculation about why it is coming to PSVR uh, hashtag FTC probe is it they're owned by Meta? I didn't even realize that honestly mm. um <sighs> I yeah. don't know, man. I don't, I don't I'd think be
0: really interested to see if they this actually makes it here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Beat Games is owned by Meta too, and so I'm not gonna stop Meta. Meta is such a stupid name. They're owned by Facebook. Facebook owns Beat
0: Games. So, well, they they it came to PlayStation first, though. Yeah, but still, Dang it, man, I'm getting called out now.
1: What's up? Nothing. Go
0: ahead, read the next tip.
1: <laughs> oh, come on, like, let's into it? <laughs> You're probably just going to be typing in the chat instead instead of uh, paying attention to whatever I'm saying. So just I say it pay out loud.
0: attention to everything.
1: Looper, the underground game cat with the five euro, says, it's confirmed. AJ doesn't listen to what Brian says at all. Oh, look at that. <laughs> the whole XR take is literally what Brian said seconds before. Listen, man, like I say this shit constantly, and no one and no one sounds like, oh, AJ's great. I'm awesome. Like, hey.
0: Got me red-handed this time. Yep. Constantly you won't catch me again, okay? <laughs> gingerbread man.
1: Uh, all right, man, let's let's stop talking about shit no one cares about and start talking about shit that maybe more people care about. And that is some amazing news that we got today after a super crazy long delay uh, and in multiple, uh, multiple, I was going to say delays again, multiple delays. <laughs> we finally got a release date for Stride, which is coming to PlayStation VR next week on March 24th. AJ, how excited are you
0: about Stride? Well, I was listening to all that. March 24th, Stride is coming. I am super duper excited, man. Uh now, this is the I think more in line with like the original game where, you know, they have some big <clears throat> they have some big plans for this game that look amazing. Um, like story mode, graphical overhaul, lots mm-hmm. of new stuff. This is just more like the three modes, arcade modes, uh, that it seems like that has the Endless, the Time Run, and Arena. Uh, I believe so, Um, which is still fine for me. This is going to give you the core gameplay experience. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm a big fan of Sprint Vector to the top. I love physical games like this you know i don't like them all the time but it's been a minute since we've had like a fun fluid gameplay style physical game and and yeah man this is parkour uh this mix is like it's like basically mirrors edge in vr and that is freaking cool yeah it's basically mirrors edge in vr
1: that's I, i guess a good way to put it you know and and of course i think like aj sort of uh talked about already uh it when it gets when it gets here it's going to be pretty shallow right i don't know if it's going to be $15 $20 what the deal is i don't know what the pricing model is going to be uh, but i really hope that they they explore that a little bit because honestly it's it's on steam early access right now and it's only got the three time modes right the three challenge modes and i and i think when people jump in there they're like oh that's all this is and I, and i think they'll really enjoy the gameplay mechanics and 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 how it all works but i feel like it's really just training us for when they actually drop the campaign on us or the multiplayer and all that, so they've got big plans for this game. But as is, uh, it's it's kind of on the basic side. Um, but you know, if you like testing yourself and, and chasing leaderboard scores and, and doing that and just replaying the same uh, time trials over and over again, I think that it's going to be a pretty good audience for this. A lot of people really like it the way it is. Um, so even though it sounds like I'm downplaying it significantly, I, I don't think it's. I, I think it's still in a pretty good place for launch.
0: The top review in the uh. past 90 days uh, it says recommended. It actually has very positive reviews overall. And the top review is just all caps and says mirror's edge. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also another one. I, these are great reviews, by the way. Um, there's another one that says jump guy. Go shot shot. <laughs> the, the reviews are really, uh, you know, these are, the, these are the best reviewers out there, Brian. These, these,
1: this is the banana cutter or the banana holder reviews of Steam. Have you ever seen that on uh, on Amazon? Banana
0: cutters.
1: Banana cutter. Or I think banana holder. Reviews? I think search for banana holder on Amazon and and look at the look at the search results. Look at Maybe, the customer make, reviews. Make sure. It is okay. It's. It, I mean, like. I mean, just side splittingly funny. There's just like. <laughs> finally have a way to hold my banana yeah it's uh it's pretty funny man finally Uh, a way to hold my banana yep i think i think that's what it is i think there's a banana cutter one too that's funny but maybe not as funny um but yeah man stride like this has been a long time coming and it's one of those that i think some people have sort of lost hope for um you know because it's just like delay after delay after delay uh so it sort of started ending up in the same boat as dash dash uh and you know i mean we're going to be getting to that point with a few other titles soon enough too um but it's just like man like what the fuck's been going on and it does seem like it was stuck in sony certification for the last few months um so i don't i don't know what what trouble they had leading up to that uh but that seems like the trouble they had recently Twitcher, Twitcher says banana hammock i think that was enough (laughs) to distract the the chat some of the banana
0: holder some of the banana holder (laughs) reviews they say by the gods this thing holds some bananas uh another one says it holds bananas Keeps them from going bad for quite a while. Um, one says elegant and sturdy. Uh, I can tell you with one thousand percent certainty <laughs> that this is a sturdy banana tree. Um, yeah.
1: Well, we've certainly gone down the banana hole now.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to be reading these for the rest of the review, the uh, rest of the game's cast. Anyways, right on. The
1: chat's going to miss you.
0: <laughs> sorry guys aj is not reading your comments anymore i'll do my best and ignore
1: aj in the process
0: Uh, yeah man yeah i'm i'm okay with the uh with the kind of you know this game did originally release early access and this is like the polished most fleshed out early access version that we're probably getting right yeah um i hope it controls well i imagine it will um and i hope it as long as it performs what well, like runs well and and is pretty fluid to play i know the moves can be a challenge for a lot of developers but like there's a, there there is a way that works for most games i mean if you can play sirento uh and it feel freaking amazing then you can pretty much play anything
1: yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see how this works with the move controllers you know it doesn't seem like the kind of game that like even in VR, I'd be wanting to turn around and like, because the next thing I know, dude, I play walkabout, and this bookshelf over here gets beat the fuck up, right? Because because every so often, I'll just I'll just like turn and like, or, or or try to take a swing and just slam my hand against it. So I, I do my best to still stand in one position and, and stand forward. Um, they so, ever had
0: full locomotion walkabout? Have what about it? Did they ever add full locomotion to walkabout? Oh about yeah, in the
1: golf? absolutely. They did. Okay, yeah, and, and I still don't because I was
0: it. like, why the fuck do you have joysticks? If you don't have full locomotion, yeah, wrong I, st- with
1: you? I still don't use it. I, uh, I, f- I find it actually easier to, to click 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 around that world because um, yeah, and and uh, and actually what I do mostly is just fly around, and that's been in there for a long time. So, All right. uh, so anyway, Straddle looks, looks great. Uh, but again, just keep your expectations in check. Know what you're getting into because it's going to be uh just the arcade modes at launch. And it's funny too. I don't know if you, I don't know if you did this, man. If you like look through the three modes: endless mode, time run mode, and arena mode. But the descriptions that they have about them are not do not feel all that different from each other. Um, and I could I could read through them right now, but I'm not going to. Uh, I I just feel like it's one of those things that like will sort of just it'll make a lot more sense once we're playing it for ourselves and be like, okay, how much different is this mode from this other mode? Because um, you know it's all, it's all sort of. It's all running across rooftops. <laughs> and doing it as fast as you can. <laughs> and, and shooting stuff. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, all right, man. Well, let's move on because as great as that news was, it was not the biggest news of the week, was it?
0: No, man. Mossbook 2, baby. Let's go. Oh, Book 2 is coming this month, Yeah, March 31st, and I'm excited. Yeah. It was, uh,
1: you know, they, prior to this, when they revealed it, they said, uh, I think they said it was coming in spring initially. Uh, and so there wasn't, you know, they they gave us a pretty good idea of when to expect it. And then, uh, and then, yeah, it didn't take very long, man. It's like, and this is literally as the beginning of spring, Uh, spring starts in just a few days and they did not mess around, man. They were like, we're coming in spring. We're coming at the very start of spring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but that, that's great, man, because it's, you know, we, we were sort of in this place where we're like, oh, man, like, what's the next big game? What's the next thing we're excited for? Whatever. And now and, and now we're just kind of getting smothered. Like, over the next two weeks, we're going to get four hopefully really decent games. Uh, in this, I, I I feel like, is sort of the culmination of all of it, right? It's like this. we know that Polyarch is going to give us a, a really... Uh, you know, regardless of your thoughts on Moss, regardless of whether you're going to buy it or not, I think we can all agree that this this is a talented studio that's going to deliver a very polished game. Um, and I think that this is going to be the best one of the four. Uh, so, I'm I'm there, yeah, I'm getting I, I to the point so where too. I'm starting to get really excited about it because you guys probably know my thoughts. Like Moss is a really, really, really good game, but like I don't, I'm not in love it, love with it like everyone else is. Like I rate it like a you know, low eight, mid eight kind of thing. And I feel like everyone else is like, it's a 10! It's an 11! <laughs> no,
0: it's a 9, man. It's a okay. 9 out of 10, at least. Okay. Even even with uh, it being kind of short. And, uh, you know, um, we should discuss some things about this, though. Uh, we'll okay. jump into some of the stuff to preview that, that they mentioned in the preview that's really, really cool, some brand-new details. Um, there was a PlayStation Underground video. Yes, I made that for them, and uh, they used it on their Sony channel. But... Um, Proud Dog is in the chat today. What's up, Proud Dog? And he, and he wants to know any news on price. And I think I have a guess for what the price is. Guess away. I think it's going to be $30 again. Um, it's about, you know, this game takes a long time to make. Uh, I waited a long time for the first one. Yeah. Um, now, maybe there's a day one discount. That would be really cool. It would also be really awesome if there's, like, that day one theme. I still use the Moss theme on my PS4 Pro. Um, But, yeah, I think it's going to be $30 again because they said it's basically – I think you said, actually, in your video that it is 1.5 times the length of the original. Um, Yeah. But
1: but that's that's an interesting kind of way to put it. And and I'm really – so, I mean, shout out to uh, Cooley Callahan who was – super gracious with his time and sat down with me and talked for uh you know 20 30 minutes or whatever it was to uh to, to <laughs> lose review says, sameless shelf plug it A- plug aj <laughs> i don't think Lou understands that you're joking and that you did not make this video them. <laughs> um and that all all aj did as part of this exchange does. was steal <laughs> steal <laughs> the, their- <laughs> the name of the channel from no, sony
0: No, i didn't steal anything shut up it's their playstation underground i'm PSVR underground God get out of here with that I I I I fail to see the similarities (laughs) I guess the underground Atlanta stole it from PlayStation 2 or maybe PlayStation stole it from the underground Atlanta there's plenty of things that are underground Brian like the underground (laughs) In in
1: London anyway um point the point being uh 30 dude $30 actually seems like a like the right price point because honestly um I think it was was it was it pixel ripped their first game came out at one price point and then their next game came out 5 dollars less and I and I really do but they were sort of like the same length game and I do I really do feel like that this is like as the medium evolves and people are like you know start reassessing what they think is the proper price point for things it, I th- I think that $30 for Moss I mean, I don't know. It really depends on the person because it, it is such high quality. It is so polished and it is, it's so beautiful. Um, you know that even though it's a little bit on the short side, like we've certainly paid thirty dollars for for less polished games, for less uh, entertaining games, and uh, and you know this these games always have amazing. Uh, you know the art is amazing, the soundtrack is amazing, the story is well told. And so, and, and so if it's thirty dollars again, and that we actually get a couple extra hours out of it, I I, th- I think that's the proper price point. I think they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think it, you know, it is a very much a quality over quantity kind of game. But I think, I don't know, I got my money's worth out of it. You know, uh, this is the kind of game for the type of player that I am, the type of gamer. um, I like to stop and smell the roses, I like to interact with everything. Moss was my first platinum trophy. It only it took me – so some people were complaining about Moss on launch day that it was like two hours long. And, um, you know, it's not that I was like stuck on the game. I just really liked soaking up the world. I think that's what makes it special. Um, and uh, so it took me about five hours to beat it because when I was playing through it, I was really taking my time. And I thought literally every scene, almost every single scene, I was like, okay, it's going to end here. Okay, it's going to end here. It's going to end here because of how much I heard about that. But but no, man, I, you know, I'm typically the kind of gamer that loves really long games. Um, you know, I put 200 hours into Zenith, 600 hours into No Man's Sky, but, you know, not every game has to be that length. And um and I think and and this game was I, I thought a wonderful story and was was a joy to play and I paid really I mean so I paid thirty dollars for the game I also paid twenty five dollars for this mug because I really liked it I paid twenty five dollars for this poster behind me because I liked this game so much so yeah it's it kind of depends from player to player but to me it was worth every single penny um, and like I said it was also my first. PSVR Platinum Trophy. So it's a special game to me forever. Um, It's it's a huge deal for me. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm, I'm really happy
1: that that it's so special to you.
0: And they sent you a statue and not me. And look what happened. I hope I get a new statue. I hope I get a a better, uh, the new statue that they have. There's a contest on Twitter uh, if you follow me on there at PSVR Underground. Uh, You can retweet their post and enter to win one of six quill statues that they're giving away. So heads up on that. You're welcome.
1: Boy, I can't wait to make you jealous when mine shows up. I'm (laughs) up. So anyway, I don't know. I think we might've buried the lead here. This game's coming out on March 31st. Uh, It's like right around the corner, man. This this is, this is next week. No, not next week. It's the week after next week. It's Friday. I'm sorry. Um, And so, uh, because the last two weeks of March are so jam-packed, and we're not in the second to last week yet. We're almost there, man. We're almost there. Uh, so March 31st, uh, it's awesome, and we was, uh, and it's going to be exclusive to PlayStation VR, uh, which is, again, I think an interesting thing that happened. <laughs> because we don't have to go on and on about it, uh, but it's, I think it's pretty interesting that it happened. I, 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 don't, I don't see any real benefit for uh, PolyArch to have it out on PlayStation VR First and exclusive for any amount of time other than that they're still kind of a small team Uh, and so you know if sony's paying the bills for for a minute or two uh then they can they can focus on one platform before they start porting it over uh again another thing that Cooley said was yeah that this playstation vr is the lead platform uh and then they're all going to take a break once the game comes out and then they're going to come back and uh and start porting uh to the other platforms so we don't know how long that's exclusive for how long was Moss book one exclusive for a year
0: i think it was a year yeah and so, I and I'm like you said I'm guessing the same same deal.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be curious. I, I feel like six months is probably a little bit more accurate this time around, but who knows? It could be the same deal as last time. Um, so one of the things that they talked about was how much bigger the environments are, um, and so uh, and, and which which means that the diorama thing is still going on, but now when you enter a room. Uh, and and get to a certain place, the camera angle is actually going to switch, and so you're going to be able to see Moss from a different perspective, see Quill from a different perspective, see the Moss world from a different perspective. However, you want to fucking say it. Um, so uh, it's and so I, I'm I'm really curious to see how well that's implemented because because uh, this caused some a little bit of problems in, in Republic, but I think Moss is a little bit of a different type of game, so I, I don't see it being as big of an issue.
0: You think the diorama view would have will have an issue?
1: Uh, because of the the, mul- the world's,
0: because the world, the levels being bigger
1: because of the multiple camera angles. Yeah.
0: Multiple camera angles. Well, you're not, I mean,
1: I don't think it'll don't be an really, issue. I just think that, you know, like that's something
0: I'm, I'm a little bit curious about. Yeah, because they, they are a little bit different cause you don't actually jump around or did they say that, did they say that you could jump around in one scene or it's just a static camera, right? It's just a static angle.
1: St- yes. It's, I don't think you did. You, you missed the whole conversation leading up to this, didn't you? Dang it, man. You weren't paying attention. It's okay. Let's move on. We get, <laughs> this time around, we got some new abilities, though. And I think, and I, think this is, I think this is integral to my enjoyment, personally, of Moss Book 2. Uh, Aquil's going to have new weapons, uh, and the reader's going to have new abilities. You're going to be able to draw bridges, uh, create bridges for her, create vines for her to, uh, to, to climb. Uh, So she can now climb walls that have these vines on them. Right, right.
0: So they did say that one of the things that um, they've integrated into the game is is they've made it a lot more interactive. That was something that they really liked about the first one, and they kind of doubled down on that. And they showed us one ability – and if you think I'm bad, man, the chat's still talking about bananas, okay? <laughs> but uh, there's there's a lot of new abilities in this game. And, yeah, the one that they did show off in the little video preview uh, was pretty cool looking. And it was, like, there's, like, vines and things you can interact with. And you can, like, grab some vines and connect them to each other. And then, like, flowers grow. And it makes a path for... Um, it makes like a path for Quill to cross, so that'll be interesting. I assume there's going to be that's going to be part of the puzzles um, that they're going to have in the game. That's going to be integrated into the puzzles, and it's not just like building a bridge. But there was also one where uh, where there was like vines on the side of a wall that you could like activate. They grow flowers, and Quill can climb up them, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yes, we all thought that was cool when I talked about it two minutes ago as well. This is this is. I'm trying, man. It sounds like I'm giving you a hard time, but this is definitely the joke of the the running joke of the show today. Um, (laughs) So what's wrong with me? I don't know. So so anyway, uh, one of this is in my water. I tell you, (laughs) somebody put something in my water. So what? One of the other (laughs) that was that was me. I apologize. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: So
1: yeah, so so but but the part of the. The, the the abilities i think that make a bigger difference to me aren't really these you know create new paths and do things and blah blah like the the stuff you know uh just like the they give you excuses to reach yeah, out and interact with thing. the world that that's great and i'm sure it's going to be fun and give boopables. you boopables yeah like they, when when quilt runs through the grass the grass moves when you reach through the grass the grass moves everything feels a little bit more boopable which i which i do enjoy but the thing that i i like the most is uh when i was talking to cooley he, um he was starting to explain how things worked and saying that like you'll know you'll see like little things on the ground and say well what does that mean I don't know and then you'll get develop an ability later on in the game and then you'll be like wait a minute can I use this ability to come back over here and like kind of open up this area and, and kind of see how it all works and they what they showed on uh, on on this gameplay was, um, was was like this hammer ability right so you can smash down the ground and, and, and access yes, like this the this hammer looks that now so moves. cool. Yes. And so, Hammer, and, yeah. and so and so it becomes very much like a Metroidvania style exploration mechanic. Yeah. And I think this is kind of where they get away with the extra 1.5 times as long as the first game because I guarantee you this game isn't much bigger than the first game, but they give you an excuse to like go backtrack and go see things that you've already seen and kind of slow the play, slow the player down. So now Maybe. it's not just going, you know, in a straight line from place to place to place to place and eventually you get to the end. Now it's sort of You're, you're, you're kind of coming and going and saying, wait, what can, how is this ability usable somewhere else? Which I, I love man. metroidvanias. Like, I think that's just like when RPGs became part of every game in existence. I think metroidvanias that started to become a thing. And I'm so happy that it did.
0: You know, it's interesting. There's, by the way, that hammer looks freaking sweet. Yeah. I mean, Quill picks it up. So they said that there's a lot of statues in the game, and you'll see, you'll notice a lot of statues in the game that have, like, a weapon, and a lot of the times that's a weapon you can obtain in the game, and they're really trying to keep it spoiler-free. The hammer is really the only one they've shown us uh, so far, but the w- the way the hammer looks, and she's just like, quills just like smashing these bugs left and right it just looks awesome and i like how they kind of have that weight but a lot of the stuff with the game we know that there's like this almost metroidvania thing going about it but there's something else to me and maybe mechanically it's it's different from point and click adventures but when i'm looking at this game i get these heavy point and click adventure vibes for some reason uh is that just me
1: I mean, I don't like because because I already mechanics. played
0: because I already yeah cause,
1: because I already played Moss Book One. I, maybe if I hadn't played Moss Book One and I looked at this for fresh, you know, with fresh eyes, being yeah. like, oh, I've never played this game before, what could it be? You know, and, and I I don't I don't get that feeling um, because I know how ninety percent of it's going to play out, um, and then I just go oh, okay, this is this is an additional thing you can do, but so not for me. But I, I think I can understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, they um well they mentioned that there's there's multiple weapons and abilities in the game and that there's a lot of puzzles that you can solve using different weapons and abilities. So yeah. um yeah. It'll it'll maybe maybe make it a little bit more interesting and but yeah, they they do some cool things the way they interact with and I like the variety. I like I like what they're going for, you know. Um, the, the details of some of the stuff they're doing, the way you interact, the way you, it, it just adds to the immersion. And, and, uh, yeah, I thought this was a pretty immersive world to be in a pretty immersive experience, uh, and fun game to play. So Dan Kiefer says Metroidvania.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, and I think it's probably good to say, light, good to say Metroidvania light, light. Yeah. I they, think they, yeah, they added yeah. some Metroidvania elements, but it's certainly not going right. to be symphony yeah. of the night, you know? So. Um, right. but so probably a good thing to clarify, Dan Kiefer. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, AJ, this, this game looks great. Uh, excited yes. that it's coming out so soon. Um, and, and honestly, like, uh, and I'm, I'm about, I'm going to replay the first game, uh, very, very soon live on, on stream, because I, I have said, you know, that like, I'm not in love with it. I just think it's a really great polished game. Um, and I, and I would like to sort of, you know, just kind of blast through the entire thing in one sitting and, and. And sort of just take it all in and, and hang out with the kids while we do this it. Game. Did did so, you
0: ever play the Twilight Garden DLC?
1: Yeah. Okay. It was really good. You know? So but I but I didn't I I honestly didn't think puzzles were my favorite part of of Moss. And so and so like, you know, the, the Twilight Garden puzzle stuff was like, all right. I'm like, I don't I don't know if I needed more of this, but I enjoyed what they did mechanically. That's also beautiful. Um
0: yeah. What's your excitement level for Moss Book Two?
1: I'm at an eight. <laughs> Madden Eight and I really hope that when I play it or even replay Moss again very soon on the on the channel, uh, I, I hope that bumps up to a nine or a ten. I really I want to be more excited about this. Ten out of ten. I had a feeling that was coming for my excitement level. Nice. All right, now let's get let me uh, get a few tips here uh, before we jump into twenty questions. Nihilist the game. Nihilist behind the game feline. First time I screwed that. Screwed that up. Five dollar tip. <laughs> happy Friday and happy games finally releasing again month. We know PSVR is no green banana, so I'm happy when devs still support the old bird. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, genetic blasphemy, the abri- or GB approve abri- dreams cat. Real. The five dollar tip says I don't know about walkabout, but my dreams realms invites available at Discord. Have full locomotion BP ice hockey slash bouncy balls invites coming next week. Yeah, definitely wow. get over get over on Discord and, uh, and and ask genetic blasphemy for an invitation to uh, to his dreams creations. Uh, because I think he's doing some really good stuff over there. I still have to play it for myself, but I did watch him play it on a stream recently.
0: That's uh, pretty cool.
1: Agreed. We also got Dead Ringer with the five dollar tip. Says you can't buy a full pizza with this tip, but you can tip the delivery guy with it. One hundred percent, man. Nice. Listen, man, no no one's gonna save the world on their own, but if we all contribute just a little bit, <laughs> then we can tip people at least. <laughs> we got trying the boopable game cat. Ringer with the three dollar tips. Did someone say boopable? nice Boop. Texo. Oh,
0: shit. I just smear my... Okay. Did you smear? see what happened. You're, all, you're, you're <laughs> all
1: blurry. I can't see you. We got Professor oh! Lilith with a $2 tip. Says the Sunday multiplayer is Zenith. That's perfect. 2 p.m. Eastern, or Eastern Daylight Time. 6 p.m. GMT. Yes. Which is some other time zone that I'm not in. Um, we also got Firebird Old School with 100 Sekiro saying, AJ's on his toes. Like it, but how much is it to make a one-year voice chat in Discord without paying Patreon? Uh, yeah, I don't... I. I don't know. Patreon is it, man. That's unfortunately, because everything else is just like, I can't keep track of uh, other payments. People have been like, well, if I give you a hundred dollars every year. And I was like, dude, just, I can't like, there's a reason. Patreon is good and bad for many reasons, but really the reason it's good is because they make life so much easier on me. Um, and so uh, I appreciate it. Um, but that that's unfortunately how it has to go at the moment. Dude. And that brings us to what everyone's been waiting for. And that's PSVR 20 questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am the host this time around. So I've got a, playstation vr game up here in my mind palace
0: oh it's gone he forgot the game guys we're screwed already already forgot uh
1: and and you guys out there along with aj have 20 yes or no questions to figure out. i wasn't paying attention we're double screwed yeah (laughs) I, i hope you pay attention to the answers of your own questions um i'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock hopefully you guys can figure out which playstation vr game i'm thinking of in 20 questions and
0: six minutes ready Let's do this, cats. Go. Let's leave Friday on a high note. Does it have move support?
1: <laughs> We're off and running. Uh, I, I don't think so, no. No, it does
0: not. Does not have move support? No. Does it That's one. have aim support? No. That one was easy. Okay. okay. So, it's dual <laughs> shock only, it seems. Mm-hmm. Did it come out within the first two years? I I
1: apologize. Apparently, move controller optional. So I I reversed my first question. Move control optional. Uh, Pretty sure I played this with DualShock.
0: Okay. Is it a shooter? No. Uh, Persistence doesn't have move option. He would know that, too. Mm. Um... Doesn't have aim support. Mm-hmm. Um, is it based off of popular IP? No. Okay. I went with use defunct prom pro so it can't be Voltron. Uh Resident Evil doesn't have move support optional. Um did did I ask you if it came out within the first two years? You kind of cut me off. Did you answer that?
1: You didn't you didn't ask that question.
0: I um, did, but you cut me off. Uh uh, which which four? <laughs> um, did it that was literally the It didn't come question out. It didn't come out in the first two years. Okay. Didn't come out within the first two years. Uh so it can't be that. Come on, cats. Give me some answers here. Give me some games. Is it uh okay, no, it wouldn't be O shape because <laughs> of course the shape throwing game cat would say that. Um is it sci fi? Uh no. Mm, no.
1: I think that would throw you off. No, it's not. Let's go with no. It's not. Let's be be hard and fast about that.
0: Not sci-fi. Does it hold hold bananas? I think Ace Banana was a uh, launch game, right? Ace Banana was a launch game. Okay. Um, Okay. Was it ever on the top 25 list? Nice one, Texo. No. Never on the top 25 list. I I don't like asking you if this game sucks because you never really answer that properly um one time <laughs> dude like three one times time. at least i, I uh, want time race because you're so full of shit
1: <laughs> wraith yeah wraith was the one that was the
0: one you nailed it yep <laughs> no there was one there was one the other day too. you, you were just crazy. wasting your own time my friend anyways you're wasting my time um is it first person uh it, it is first person do you are there uh vehicles in it that like you know you control
1: uh no.
0: No. You're kinda hesitant. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, I don't remember totally, but I would say no. Uh there uh, are there are things you can control. But yeah, I don't think I don't think vehicles
0: is gonna help. What about well. here? Um is it horror? No, that's ten. Okay. Um let's see here. He would know – well, he, he didn't – he played it with the DualShock 4. Um, so are there – are there dinosaurs, robots, or zombies in this?
1: The, the, the thing that's going to help you is no, but, but yes, it's super technically. So, but no, it's not going to okay. help you. Okay. Is this a comedy game? I think I think there's some jokes in it, but I I don't think I don't think we think of it as comedy. Okay. Maybe some funny. Maybe some dialogue is. Is it a puzzle written. game? Uh, I would say that there's definitely some puzzles. Um,
0: there are some puzzles. Yeah. I asked if it was a shooter, and he said no. Right. Um. Is it cartoony? It is cartoony. It is cartoony. So it's cartoony. It's probably not good. It uses DualShock 4 only. Um, well, it doesn't use DualShock 4 only, but that's what most people would know it as. It is cartoony. Um, did it come out within the last two years? Uh, I'm going to say yes.
1: Um Yeah, where's my specific release date here? Uh, no, but just barely. So that's a big hint, I think, if if you're good with that. It didn't come out in the last Uh, few years, but pretty damn close.
0: Is it a platformer? (sighs) No. Um... Marty. <laughs> uh you said it did come out within the last two years? Almost. So no,
1: but very close. Okay. Twenty-two seconds and three
0: questions and a guess. Oh god. Okay. Um has this developer made other PSVR games? Yes. Um is it uh let's see here. Is it multiplayer? Yes. Um, You're out of time. Is it local multiplayer? It could be. It could be local multiplayer? Yep. You got to guess. Hurry up. Okay. I have to guess here. Multiplayer developers made other games. Uh, it used DualShock 4, but not the moves. Well, it, it has move support. Um, multiplayer. Uh, Winlands doesn't have multiplayer. Come uh, on, guys, give me something good. I know I'm re- I'm stumped here too. Um, I'm going to say developer that has made a new game. I'm going to say. I have no idea. Uh let me just say You guys give me nothing. Uh keep talking and nobody explodes. Released on March
1: 9th of 2020 by White Elk. Um Covert. Which Covert. you and I which you and I played through together. Oh man, that's a freaking hard one. One of us in VR and one of us on, on a, a mobile phone. phone man. Yep, is uh, is made by the same team that made Eclipse, Edge of Light, White Elk, who uh, was a very recent choice of yours. Uh, so, uh, so I, I thought that copied me. I, I kind of copied you a little bit. This is actually, this one actually comes to me from Rypop. This was a Rypop suggestion. So, if you want to blame anybody, fuck you, Rypop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was uh, this was a, a fun episode. We got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. The, I feel like the energy is coming back to PlayStation VR. There's like four games in the next two weeks that I'm more excited to to play and cover and all of this stuff. Uh, and I can't wait to play a little bit of Moss Book One, guys. Uh, remember, I'm I'm starting to kind of ramp up the Patreon exclusive uh, content. Uh, I have some place to be for the first like half of tomorrow, but when I come home, I really want to do uh, like kind of a Patreon exclusive hangout. Uh, so I'm going to make it just kind of like a big open AMA where we just, like, you know, hang out and shoot the shit and, and talk. And my life's an open book, but, you know, if you guys want to learn any more, then uh, I'm certainly here for you. So uh, so we'll do that, like, kind of midday tomorrow uh, for the $5-plus Patreon supporters, and uh, and that's kind of it. Thank you guys so much, uh, everybody who supports the channel in all the different ways that they do. Remember, hashtag GameCat in the comments. Uh, if you change your name to something, something, the GameCat, remember uh, to come join us over on Discord Thank you to everybody who participated during the show today, tipped during the show today, all the Patreon supporters, and everybody, of course, who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. We love you just as much. Let's cue the cat
0: you you, the cat, Brian, because I want to say have a wonderful weekend to the VR Demon. Thank you, man. Uh, the Brown Bro, the game cat. Good night to you as well. Says Good sailing. Yes, as well. GB Abreeze Dreams Cat says, dreams. Don't tell it, this game cat. Uh, thank dreams, you so much. He says, smash dreams. the like, Tarzan. Proud dog. Cheers to you as well. Charlie Clark uh says so you're starting an hour earlier now <laughs> nope <laughs> uh dan kiefer a uh, new rule brian has to pick a game that actually exists uh zombie 5150 is calling me out for stalling yes i try to cheat <laughs> all the time you should know that by now he's a cheater um, he's a Rackler cheater says you want a suggestion to tumble vr i think we might have it before i'm sure um Johnny Rypop, the straight cat, go to hell. Texatron, the poophole game cat. I love you, man. You're yeah. cool. <laughs> Ian fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you. You're, You're cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a difficult game to guess, and not a banana in sight. I know. Disappointing. Uh, Nick, the game cat. How? <laughs> so who would have guessed that? Obviously, nobody. Mm-hmm. Um which is why Raipoff chose it. Which is why he sucks. Jazzy J the Terra Mage Game Cat says March 9th is my birthday. Happy birthday.
1: Oh oh happy belated. Jeez. Like <laughs> happy fucking nine
0: birthday. days ago. A my bomb the game gatto says, Hello. How many bombs does AJ get to boom? <laughs> 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 as many as I want, okay. Uh <laughs> here, Robles. Uh Neon Groove. Oh, wait, did Neon Groove? What? Guess it? No, I think he guessed that late. Uh, he get, yeah, he guessed that late. Um, <clears throat> uh, Bremen nineteen seventy three. Thanks so much, proud dog. Thank you. So game by Reggie Zach. Lightning touring carts. That was last week. Not Pavos says I expected to die. Um, <clears throat> Braxbro. Oh nice, nice, nice. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, guys, have mm-hmm. a wonderful weekend. I'll see you later. Meow. Meow.